Jesus is the reason for the season. Can I get an amen to that? So if you guys would turn with me to Luke 2, 1 through 21, we're going to just read the story of Jesus' birth again. I feel like we cannot read this story too many times, right? Because we need to put this word in our heart so that we know it. The birth of Jesus, Luke 2, chapters 1 through 21. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Corinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was even conceived. So, Jesus is, he's a savior is born, he is the Messiah, and he is, he is here for us. Savior, one who saves from any form or degree of evil, in its highest sense, the word indicated the relation sustains your Lord to his redeemed ones. He is our Savior. He saves us from danger, destruction, and all the evil, right? But like we've been telling you, we have to participate. We have to accept him, and we're just going to have relationship with him so he can save us. Messiah is the promised deliverer of the Jewish nation prophesied, prophesied in the Hebrew Bible. When we talk about Messiah, here's a couple scriptures that, that represent that. John 6, 4, John 6, 48 says, I am the bread of life. 
Can I get an amen? amen. John 8, 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8, 58, very truly I tell you, Jesus answered before Abraham was born, I am God. We are celebrating the birth of the Messiah today. Savior of the world. I find it interesting as we read that text, the Lord's given me a lot of stuff this morning that's not in the notes, which is, I'm so glad that he does that. But like, if you, if you compare like the wise men and the shepherds, right? The shepherds, they did not hesitate. As soon, they, are, they were curious. They were already out in, in the wild. They were out there doing their job, right? And they were like, without hesitation, let's go, you know? And they didn't even bring anything. They were just obedient and they said yes and they showed up. I think it's so appropriate how everything's been geared towards Jesus being born and, and you know, just the shepherds. He came to, to, he was born with animals and born with the shepherds, you know, and the wise men, they were wise, right? So maybe the wise men were the prophets? I don't know. It's the thought. But the wise men, they came, right? They brought gifts. The shepherds just obedient and went. And I kind of think about you guys going out yesterday and like when we give Jesus our yes, okay, um, he can do a lot with that. When we're willing to go be the hands and feet of Jesus to a dying world, that's when things happen. When we, when we start thinking about, our, about Jesus and God and not ourselves, like Sister Randy was sharing this morning, a lot of times I know everybody has troubles. I know everybody has emotions. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody has desires, right? But when we wake up in the morning and we're thinking about me, 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 you know, that's not really okay. We're not going to be that effective. But when we wake up thinking about Jesus and Jesus, thank you for letting me wake up. Thank you that the heat's on. Thank you that I got a stove in there to go cook some eggs. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for even choosing me to represent you. And how can I serve you today? When we start thinking about him over us, that's when things are going to change. That's when the strongholds are going to come down. That's when you're going to get freedom. That's when you're going to see salvation in your friends and your family. That's when things are really going to start happening when we quit thinking about us. And that's hard to do. Let's just be honest. It's, we, 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 were, we, we think about the things we like. We all like what we like. We like the shows we like to watch. We like to wear what we want to wear. We like what we want to eat, right? We want to go where we want to go and do what we want to do. So this Christmas season and going into this next year, I think it's just really important that begin to get our eyes more on Jesus. Be like the shepherds. They were paying attention. They saw the signs. They heard. They went without hesitation. They just went. And then they went and told everybody about what they had witnessed, what they had seen, what they had heard. Let's talk about Jesus a little bit more. He was named Jesus before he was even conceived. So the true meaning of Christmas is to remember his birth from a place of gratitude, what he did for us. We remember his birth by giving gifts to each other, worshiping him and being especially conscious of the poor and the less fortunate. God loved his own and provided a way, the only way for us to spend eternity with him. He gave his only son to take our punishment for our sins. Yesterday, um, I guess I'll just go there. Um, 
Some of you might know this, and some of you don't know, but I'm just going to go ahead and share. So y'all, you guys know that Rainy and I are foster parents, and we've done all that. And, and uh, Wednesday, Randy got a call from a caseworker, and, and um, the caseworker's name is Elena, same name as our daughter, right? That's, that's you know, Elena's a common name, but that's a, that's, we're like, okay. And so she ended up keep talking to her, and, and she just says, I have a need. I have a, I have a sibling group of seven-year-old girl, five-year-old boy, four-year-old boy, and um, need placement. And then she said, um, and Randy's like, okay, tell me more. And she said, well, if, if, you were, if you would think about it, consider it, she's like, the big thing is that the girl would not have to move from her school. And so in Randy's mind, she's thinking, oh, it's a South Side school. I don't know if we can do all that. And the lady said, no, she goes to Truman. Well, any of you all know, Truman is like a mile from our house, um, Zealand and... Oh, I just realized something. Yeah, well, I just realized. <laughs> Are we good? Okay. Well, I just realized that two particular littles were not aware of this, so. <laughs> Are we good, Chris? Okay. I'm sorry. It just, okay. So I guess, Stella, Stella, pay attention to what I'm going to say. <laughs> so this, 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 this girl goes to Truman, okay? And so Randy's like, okay, that's strange. And so Randy's like, I'll talk to my husband. So she comes to me thinking that I'm automatically going to be like, what, a seven, five, and four? No way, Jose. Like, we got too much on our plate and, and all that. And I just felt the Lord say, I've already told you you're going into a season of saying yes, and it's not about you, and it's not about, it's just, this is the word that I keep getting from the Lord just over and over with every situation that I'm encountering. And and so I was like, well, let's pray about it. So then those of you that know um, the story of, of Randy and the kids, when she went to go adopt Avron from the Ukraine, the day came that she had to pick the baby. Can you imagine having to actually go into an orphanage and say, I'll take that one? That would not be fun, right? So she was praying. She's like, God, I'm not going to do it. You can just picture Randy there with her arms crossed. I'm not picking this baby out. And, and so the, it was time to put the video in, and there she saw March 15th, which was... Um, the kid's dad's birthday, and so and it was Avron's birthday, so that was a sign. So Randy adopted Avron and brought him home, and then Elena's whole story of her being adopted, Randy was like, it happened really quick. Someone prophesied over her at a conference of 40,000 people within a couple days from that happening. Boom, she's on the phone talking to these people about Elena. Randy said to the mom or to the grandma, she said, if her name is Carrie Lynn, we'll, we'll, it'll, we'll take her. And, and that was her name, because that was her sister's name. So she brought Elena, so things are happening. So anyway, so then Randy, the Holy Spirit told Randy later on in the day on Wednesday to uh, check the birthdays. So this lady sends this screenshot. Randy sends it to me later on that day, and I was in the middle of like, I don't even know what I was doing, moving and grooving and all that stuff. And I stopped, and I'm like, this is, I'm like, what? So I called her. I had to stop and think about it for what I was reading so the seven-year-old girl, her name is, and Elena's name is Elena Jackson, caseworker Elena, Avon's birthday, March 15th, okay? So the seven-year-old girl's name is Alicia Jackson. She goes to Truman. Her birthday is March 15th. She's... She shares a class with our sweet little Stella. They're in the same class. 
And there's even more to it. There's more. I mean, when I sent the picture to Chris and Delaney, um, and Chris saw the address, he's like, well, they live in Beverly Hills. And Delaney shared that she had had a dream three years ago with these kids' faces in the dream that she knew she was going to be part of their life. So we have three kids coming to our house on Wednesday. So Merry Christmas. More kids for you guys to all love on, okay? So, so, so anyway, so where I was going with that was yesterday, it was, it was make it or break it time. Randy said, all right, we got to get this couch out of here and this chair in here, and we got to do this and do that and move this and go through all the closets and, and, and build the bunk beds and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, Christina, Christina, we need your help. Deacon, Peyton, Addison, Elena, we're calling all the troops in. So, so anyway, so we're getting with it yesterday. And like I knew I, I had to get the sectional couch out of our bedroom. And when I put it in there, it was a weird, crazy day when I had been really sick. And, um, and I knew it was going to be a booger. And it fought me for a minute. And I got a little aggravated, but I got it out of there. Anyway, we're moving and grooving. And I get a text from Calvin and Charlie's mom, Janie. Everybody remember Calvin and Charlie? Okay. So here I'm going somewhere with this. And so she was in town and they wanted to come over. And so it was just so cool because they came over, Lily came over, and we just got an opportunity to just love on all the kids. And, and I'm back there in the backyard playing with Calvin and Charlie. And, and, you know, our work as Christians, followers of Jesus, disciples, it never, it's never going to end. It's never going to end. We're going to keep loving. We're going to love for generations, you know? And it was really cool that even when we were preparing yesterday, just taking that little bit of time to, to, to play and, and jump on the trampoline with them and watch Calvin try to fix a broken down um, lawnmower. It was pretty comical because he was really trying, I mean, he was trying to rig up things to make a key and he was going over the oil and he knew all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay, just let him do his thing. And I'm like, yeah, you're smart. You know that. And little Charlie told me, she looked at me and she said, I love you. So, but that's what Jesus wants us to do is he wants us to say yes. Okay, and even when we're in the mix of the storm, be attuned to his spirit and his voice. And when he tells you to do something, you do it just like the shepherds went. They could have said, no, nah, I'm going to stay here by the fire. I got, some, I got some rowdy sheep over here and the wolves are circling and you know, I mean, there had to, they couldn't have left the sheep completely. I mean, it doesn't say, maybe they took the sheep with them. More than likely, they either, they either had to call, well. They might have had to call in the, the younger crew. They might have had to call in the junior shepherds, like, come here, hold up. Hold up. Let's just have some fun this morning. Just stay tuned. I'll be right back. Just two seconds. Hold up. All right. Rowan and Zealand, you're up. Here you go. I'm going to put you, hold that. Here's your shepherd staff. Get up here. Now listen, listen, listen. You guys saw that big star in the sky? Yeah, you saw the big star? Well, me, you didn't see it? I promise you it's up there, but listen, listen. Me and Addison and, your, and dad, we have to go on a journey. We have to go on a journey. 
Okay, so guess what? We're going to leave the flock to you guys. So don't let, the, don't let the wolves or the bears get them. You got it? Jesus is with you. Jesus will protect you. We're going to see him. He's supposed to be born. Okay? Can you handle it? Okay, you can hold on to that for a little bit. But what is, I mean, I've never really thought about that till just now. So thank you, Jesus, for uh, speaking to pastor. I mean, listen, the whole, the whole livelihood is in your guys' hands. Protect the flock. Christmas is an opportunity to pause and give thanks for the love, hope, and joy found in Jesus, our Savior and friend. As we exchange gifts with loved ones, it is out of remembrance of the gift that God gave us in Jesus, the gift that we are loved, are never alone, and can have hope for the future. Jesus Christ's birth amidst the poor and marginalized echoes the ongoing struggles of many across the world today. His life, teachings, and sacrifice on the cross of Calvary offer a message of redemption and eternal life, instilling hope for a victorious and eternal existence. His name is Jesus. Think about last week when we did that and we sang the song Jesus and, and uh, AJ, just wave your, hand, wave your hand at everybody. AJ right here, that's who made that video that showed all the different scenes of everything that people are going through. If you were here last week, that his name is Jesus and he's the only thing that can make a difference. It's the only thing that will impact whatever you're going through. Whether, if you think about that, that video she, she made, it had relationship issues, marriage issues, people going through cancer, war, someone being pregnant. You know, it's representing addiction. It's representing everything that people could, that, that could be facing. So I want to leave you with a few thoughts this morning. No other God have I but thee, born in a manger and died on a tree. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. <laughs> the birthday of the greatest man in history named Jesus. He had no servants, yet they called him master. He had no degree, yet they called him teacher. Had no medicine, yet they called him healer. He had no army, yet kings feared him. He won no military battles, yet he conquered the world. He committed no crime, yet they crucified him. He was buried in a tomb, yet he lives today. This is who we are celebrating, and this is the real reason for the season. Um, Pastor Randy's going to come and share something on her heart real quick. Good morning. First, I'm going to share Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. It says, Therefore the Lord himself... Will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be Emmanuel. You know that Emmanuel represents God with us. And so, a few weeks back, the Lord had, um, at the beginning of December, um, just laid this um, this expression of gratitude from my heart about what Emmanuel, God with us, meant to me. And so I just want to read that to you. If you've on my Facebook page, you may have already read this, but I wanted to share it with the church today. 
And again, this is, a, this is my personal heart of gratitude for Emmanuel, God with us. And you may be able to do that same thing as I read through these different things. I know that you're going to have your own with us. And so God with us, capital W-I-T-H, God with us. It's not just about the day that he was born, but it's about every day since you were born that God is with us. So I wanted to share that he has been with me in my life on every single occasion, on every single day. He was with me when I could not have children. (laughs) And look at him, I'm about to have 10. (laughs) So he was with me when I couldn't have them and he was with me when he brought each one of my children into my life. He was with me when I was sick and suffering, and he was with me when I didn't know if I can even stand at all. He was with me when he gave me direction on how to get healing. He was with me as he healed me. He was with me when my body was being used and abused. He was with me when he restored my soul and made me a new creation set for his purpose and glory. He was with me when my life was in chaos, despair, darkness, alone, and without joy. He was with me when he gave me forgiveness, deliverance, and healing. Now he lives in me and is with me every day, every moment of every day. And Jesus with me is my Christmas present that I get to open up every morning as I enter into communion with him. A gift that is greater than a day or a season, he is my reason. So I share my with us with you, and I will spend the rest of my days sharing my with us with everyone I meet. He's a good God. He's a personal Savior, and he is with us. He is not, he is, he is not a figment of our imagination. He is not a um, piece of metal on a shelf. He's a real living. He became a human being so that he could be with us. And so I'd just like to take a minute for, for just a moment. If you just close your eyes, and can we just reflect on all the moments of our life when he was with us, and just express your gratitude in your heart to him. Great Savior, great King, great Father. God, we're so grateful for you. We're so incredibly thankful for the gift that you have given us in Jesus and that you continue to give to us even now. Lord, we're just eternally grateful and we turn our hearts and our lives towards you, our eyes towards you. I know that you are with me more than on December 25th. You are with me every single day and I love you so much and I worship you. And somebody said, amen. Amen.